Today's daf is daf Tezvav. We're about 20 lines from the bottom, roughly, on Yudalad Amad Beis, beginning of the line, Lema. Lema Holoch Keschi Tanoihi. So we had yesterday a discussion whether if the Mishaleach, in case was Ruvain, sends Shimon to pay back Levi, or to deliver something to Levi, and he uses the word Holoch, or we had it in 10, is that include in it the concept of schi, meaning you can acquire it on his behalf, and you can be like a double agent, you're representing me, and you can acquire it on his behalf. Then A, uh, Ruven would no longer be able to retract, one, one gain, if it is schi, and number two is if by the time Levi get, uh, Ruben, uh, Shimon gets there, Levi has passed on, you would be able to give it to, you would have to give it to Levi's Yorshim, because if he already acquired his Kizchi, now it becomes his family asset, and you have to now give it over to Yorshim. So it was a debate. We were going back and forth yesterday to try to bring a riot. But the Gemara now wants to suggest is, from this upcoming Brysa, it would seem to be clearly a Machlokas Tanoyim. Right? So we're going to show at least, there's going to be two attempts at this bride. So the first version is going to show that Holech, there is actually Machlokas Tanon, whether you say Holech is Kizchi. The sign we learned in a Braisa. Holech Manalaplani. That let's say Reuben told Shimon, go and take this hundred zoos and deliver it to Levi. For Halach, and he went a big shoy, and he was searching for Levi, Lomatso, and did not find him. Rashi learned yesterday, he didn't find him. Why didn't he find him? He because he had died. Okay, so now what happens? Says the Tanakhama, Yavzeru Mishaleach. It goes back to the Mishaleach, it goes back to Ruvain. Now, this, the Gemara understands at this point, clearly in, indicates the Tanakhama holds, Holach is not Keschi. Because if Holach was Keschi, then you shouldn't be taking it back to Ruvain. What should you be doing? You should be giving it to... Levi's dead. You should be giving it to Levi's Yarshim. Okay, so that would clearly be, if we're holding, the, the, the way we understand it right now, is that Holech is Lav Kizchi, the Tanakhama. Comes the second opinion, Rav Nosson and Rav Yaakov. Now, Rav Nosson and Rav Yaakov add a wrinkle that wasn't included in the Tanakhama's case. So he says like this, is that what happens is when you want to go back to give it to Ruvain, you find that Ruvain has died. Okay? Reuben is dead. So he said, It doesn't matter. If there's no Reuben, you give it to Reuben's Yorshim. Now the Gemara is going to understand that they actually piggybacking on the Tanakam. means they also hold Holech is Lav Keschi. They have to be holding that. Because if they held Holech was Keschi, then Lechore, you should be giving it to the Yorshim of Levi. But they hold it, no. You give it back to the Yorshim of Ruve. Now, the Chiddush, the Gemara is going to say in a, in a moment, just speak it out before we see it, the Chiddush is going to be, is that Lechora, it shouldn't always necessarily have to go back to Ruvain's Yorshim. Why? Because if Ruvain predeceased Levi, if it comes out that they check the clock and Ruvain died before Levi, then there is a concept of mitzvah l'kayim, mitzvah l'kayim uh, uh, zibra hames, that you have an obligation to fulfill the intent of the person that died. The Yorshim should fulfill their father's intent. If you, and there's a machlokas. Uh, Rashi said yesterday that, that if you get a hold of that concept, it's considered like a financial right. And therefore, if it's a financial right and Reuven died first, even if you said Holoch wasn't Keschi, but there's another force that goes into play. You have to fulfill your... And he said, give it to Levi. And therefore, at that moment, it became Levi. It becomes Levi. And then Levi died. You should still have to give it to the Yorshim. But no, under all circumstances, Rav Yaakov, Rav Nosson, hold. It goes back to either Reuven or Reuven's Yorshim. So A, they don't hold it, hold Holoch is Keschi, like the Tanakhama. And B, they're adding that even if Reuven Ruben has died, it doesn't matter when he died, it still goes to the Yorishim of Ruben, because they don't agree with the concept of mitzvah l'kayim divrei hames. Okay? That's the second opinion. Now, Rabbi Yehuda Anasi, I'm sorry, Yesh Omrim, so Yesh Omrim at this point, clear cut, they say no, it goes to Levi's Yorishim. Well, why is it going to Levi's Yorishim? The only reason unequivocally it goes to Levi's Yorishim is if you hold Holech is Keschi. So you have you see the Machlokas Tanan. The first opinion is hold Holech Lav Keschi. Comes along the Yesh Omrim and they say no, it goes to Levi's Yorishim. means Holech is Keschi. That's the third opinion. 
Fourth opinion. Rabbi Yehuda Anasi Amar Mishum Rabbi Yaakov Shomar Mishum Rav Meir. So Rabbi Yehuda Anasi said in the name of Rabbi Yaakov, he said in the name of Rav Meir. He said, Mitzvah Lakayim Divrei Hamais. Now what is he adding? The Gemara is going to say the wrinkle he's adding. He agrees with the Tanakhama and Rav Yaakov and Rav Meir that the Holach is not Keschi. Holach is not Keschi, which means lady doesn't automatically get it upon the behest of Ruven because Holach is not Keschi. However, there is a situation that you are going to have to give it to Levi's Yorshin. When are you going to have to give it to Levi's Yorshin? If Ruven died first, so Ruven died first, so Ruven's Yorshim now have to fulfill Ruven's request. What was his request? Give it to Levi. At that moment, if you hold Mitzvah Lekar to it becomes Levi's. Now, even if subsequently Levi dies, then it would go to Levi's Yorshim. So in such a case, you hold Mitzvah Lekar and Dibre Hamez. That's he's adding, because he's disagreeing with Rabbi Yaakov uh, Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yaakov Rabbi Meir uh, uh, was Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Nossim. Rabbi Nossim Rabbi Yaakov. They held, there's no Mitzvah Lekar and Dibre He holds, there is a Mitzvah Lekar and Dibre Hamez, and if Ruben predeceases Levi, it goes to Levi's Yorshim. Okay, that was opinion number four. The Gemara is going to explain, in this version, the Chachamim say, listen, we don't know, there's two spakes over here. First of all, we don't know, is Holuch Keschi, right? Which would mean that unequivocally, as soon as Ruben said, give it, it becomes Levi's. And therefore, if Levi's alive, Levi died, after that, doesn't matter. It became ladies who go to Yorshim. That's Polo Chesri, but we don't know. And therefore, if Polo's not Chesri, it goes back to Ruven or Ruven Yorshim. And the second thing Rashi adds, we also don't know if it's Mitzvah Lakayim Divrei Hamez. So it's Mamad Amutl Besafek. What do you do if Matla Amutl Besafek? We don't know what to do in a situation. Matla Amutl Besafek, Yachloku. Like the first mission of Amitzia. You divide it 50-50. Alright? That is what the Chachamim Shita is. Khan in Bavel, they said, listen, we agree with that it's Mamad Amutl Besafek, that we don't know, because we don't know whether you say Mitzvah Khan Dibre Amaze, and we don't know whether you say Cholech Keschi. However, if you always say Yachloku, then the wrong person is always getting it, and the right person is always losing. Right? Because the right person should be getting 100%, and now you're giving him Always only 50. So therefore, Yachloka we hold is not the end all be all because you're always creating a psak that's not necessarily the right psak. Therefore, they introduce a, 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 another concept. And actually, in the Warren Bamatsia, right? And the Warren Bamatsia says there's actually four Mahalchim what you do with Mamana Mutl Basafik, right? One is Yachloku, right? There's another opinion that says, called the Alim Gabbar. Whoever is stronger uh, wins, right? Then there's also a concept they give it to that, that's Physical. called the Alam Kavar. Then it's what's that? Yeah. Physically? So that in, in Rayas or physically it's a machlotis in the right? And then in the third year that you go by whoever the Muchzak is, whoever's in possession, and then there's a fourth one which is called Shudda Daini. Should it have died? I remember when I took my Bechina to get into Kol Taira, I learned the first few blot of Bamatia, and only the first three were in, to, in there. Should it have died? comes later in the Sefta. And I remember Rabbi Pavarsky, uh, who was, was, was the one big for her, he says, give me the four different uh, ways of dividing, and I could only come up with three because I had not learned Shuddha Dadaini yet. But Shuddha Dadaini is, it's the cast of the Dayonim, which means, the Machlug is Rashi and Taisvis, what that means. According to Rashi, it is that you don't know what to do, the Dayan looks at the situation and says, what does it make more sense over here? Does it make more sense it belongs to A? Does it make more sense? And then he decides, give it to that guy. Taisvis learns, Shuddha Dadaini means it doesn't have to make more sense. Let the dying decide who he wants to give it to, not even based on his farah. Hashem will make sure it ends up in the right place. That's Shuddha Dayan. So here too, according to Rashi learns the Shitasa, Rashi learns, listen, who is the one that would know the most as to what the intent of Ruvain was? Who would know the most? The Shliach. Ask the Shliach, what does he think? Should it die? Let him decide. Should it go to Levi? Should it go to Ruvain? Right? That's a, Taisvis again would learn is, no, let him decide what to do. Doesn't have to have necessarily, but the, but the point is, that's also, that's a form of Shuddha Daini. And that's what in Bavel they held, it's better than Yachloku. Why is it better than Yachloku? 
Because in the shuddah the dining, there's a chance that the right person gets zero, but at least you're not saying that every time the right person is wrong, he doesn't get the full amount. So there, okay, that's a shot. But but point is, you have over here four or five different sheeters as to whether you hold holach is kishchi. You're right. Two out of the three hold for sure holach is not kishchi. One holds holach is kishchi, and the remaining two are not sure. But there you see it's a machlokas tanoim. That is the point. Now let's explain what I already explained into. We're going to read into the Gemara right now. Now, before we finish this, we have Rab Shimon. Gemara says like this: I'm Rab Shimon Hanosi. Now, who this Rab Shimon Hanosi is, is going to be discussed at the end of the end, end of the parak. But this, whoever this Rab Shimon Hanosi came along and said, "Al Yodai Havia I had a Maisa Shahoyo. This is a Maisa Rab. You always want to bring. It's not just a theoretical machlokes. This opinion happened la Maisa. All right. And what did the Chacham in the base in Paskin? It goes back to Ruben's Yorshim, which according to Rab Shimon, if you just read the words, who's he Paskin? Like which opinion? Like not the Tanakhama, like Rab Nasan Rab Yaakov, like the second Shita, because the Tanakhama was talking about Ruben was still alive. Rab Nasan and Rab Yaakov, which means that Lachore is Paskining, that you don't say Mitzvah Lakayim, Divrayam Mace, right? Because otherwise it would go to the Yorshim of Levi. And you also don't say, Holuch is Keschi. Right. That would be going like, like, he's paskining like, uh, like, like, right, fine. Says the Gemara like, Lechaira. Now, what I already in, read into it for you guys, the Gemara now is going to do. My love, is it not, when you read this Brysa, for this Brysa to make sense, from what, from beginning to end, you have to say, that the crux of the machlokas is, Tanakama sabra holach lav kisri. You say, holach lav kisri, which means if Ruvain sent the Meshal, Ruvain sent, uh, uh, Shimon, and Levi was dead, it goes back to Ruvain, it doesn't go to Levi's Yorshim, because Tanakama holds clearly what? Holach lav kisri. Comes along Rav Nassim and Yaakov, also an Ami Holoch Lav Keschi, and not only that, Avogab Gab Demis, that even if you come back and you find that Ruvain's dead, what are you saying in that case? Lo Amrinah Mitzvah Lakam Divrameis, you don't say Mitzvah Lakam Divrameis, because it would be Mitzvah Lakam Divrameis, you would have to go back to give it to Levi, and if Levi then died, you would have to give it to Levi's Yorshim. We don't say that, therefore who does it go to? It goes to Ruvain's Yorshim, right? What do the Yesh Omrim say? Yesh Omrim says it does go to Levi's Yorshim. Why does the Yesh Omrim say it goes to Levi's Yorshim? Unequivocally, it always goes to live Yorshim. Why? Because the Yesh Omrim hold Holech is Keschi. So they have a Yesh Omrim Holech is Keschi. It means it became Levi's. So you either give it to Levi, Levi's not around, you give it to Levi's Yorshim. Because they inherited it from Levi. Now, what did Rabbi Yudha Nasi do? He brought a riot. I'm uh, sorry, Rabbi Yudha Nasi said, Rabbi Yudha Nasi Amar, Mishum Rabbi Yaakov, Sham Mishum Rabbi Meir, Holech Lav Keschi. I agree with the first two, the Tanakama and Rabbi Nasi and Rabbi Meir, that Holech is, Rabbi Nasi and Rabbi Yaakov, is that Holech is Lav Keschi. Okay? However, there is a scenario that you're going to have to give it to Levi's Yorshim. Why would you have to give it to Levi's Yorshim? Because if Ruben died first, then even though Holoch wasn't Keschi, but there's a mitzvah lakayim Debraham And that became Levi's then, and if Levi dies, it becomes his Yorshim. So therefore, the miss where Ruvain died, you have to say the case, it's to explain, it's Masbah, Ruvain died before Levi, Amrinah, mitzvah lakayim Debraham and the Chachamim come along, Omrim Yachloku, because Mesafkalahu. Rashi explained that they have a double speaker. One is whether you say Holoch is Keschi, and number two, whether you say Mitzvah Lakayim Divrehameis. The Kanan in Babel, I agree with the Chachamim that it's a suffix, but we don't agree that Yachloku is the best form of action. What is the best form of action? Shuda Adif. That Shuda, the cast is the best, and what does it Shuda Adif means? That you ask the Shliach, what does he think? Who did he, that, what was the intent? So Raja says, Ra'is Einav Shal Shliach. What did you think he meant when he said give it to you? And that's how you decide. And then the end of the, the Machlokas, right, bring up Shimon Anasi, Maisa Asal Ashminon. He's bringing a Maisa Rav, right, that what? That the Halacha follows Rab Yaakov and Rab Nosen. Everybody with me? Alright? Good? Fine. Now, but this, therefore, what we're saying now, if it's correct, our original Shaila yesterday, which was, do we say, Holech uh, is Keschi, what is the takeaway if the Bryce is the way we just understood it? I ask you, is Holech Keschi or not, what's your answer going to be? Says the Now we're going to have a whole new way of understanding the Brisa 
without having to make it a machlokas tanoim. Everybody with me? Now, in order to understand this, let me explain something outside. If there was something we said yesterday as a given, we're going to question right now. The one is going to say like this. It could be that everybody agrees, right, that holach is not keschi. Right? And if we're talking about a bari, a bari is a healthy person, alright? So therefore, if it's a bari, holach is lav keschi. When a healthy person instructs the shuliach, it has to be either, if you want, make a Kenyan on behalf of Levi, you didn't make a Kenyan on behalf of Levi. The fact I told you to do it doesn't give you the right to go ahead and make a Kenyan because Holach Lav Kishi. However, this Brice is not dealing with a Bori. What is the song about a Shchiv Meirah? Now it's a Shchiv Meirah, now you have another whole Takana that comes into play. Because we're going to see, yesterday we said the Chachamim Shita, is that Divrei Shchiv Meirah, Kiksu Nasurin Domi, is the Chachamim, because we didn't want to put additional pressure on a Shchiv Meirah, because he might end up uh, hastening or exacerbating his, exacerbating his condition. He might die early. We said that his instruction has the same veracity yeah, as if a Kenyan was made. Right? Now that's a Chachamim. Rabbi says, no such takana. And therefore, the same way as by a Bari, Holech is not Keshi. So to buy a shchivera, holach is not keshchi, and unless a kenyan was made, it doesn't belong to Levi. And, then, and we're dealing with a shchivera over here. Now let's read the whole brisa with a sense of it's a shchivera in the in, in the in the in in light of the machlokas between Rab, the chachamim and Rabbi Right. Now we know he's sick. We're dealing with his sick. He is sick. Let's see inside. It's like this. Now, so everyone would be a bari to kula amaloi pligi. Everyone would not agree. There'd be no machlokus over here that holach is lavkeschit on me. But v'hacha b'mayaskin. What are we dealing with? We have a That this ruvein was a shchiv meirah. Or b'pluktid rabbalos rabbanu kamiyuvdiki. And this enters the realm of the machlokus rabbalos and the chacham. And where's the machlokus rabbalos and the chacham? That's not a look in a mishnah. This is a mishnah in Masechet Bava Basra. It says a mechalik nechosav al piv. You have a shchiv meirah who is giving out instruction as to how to divide up his assets, but it's only al piv, which means that what? Right? The chora, that means that not necessarily a Kenyan. So now, comes along Rabbi Loza Omer. He said, it doesn't matter. Whether he's a echad bari, the echad shchiv whether there's a bari, whether there's a masukan, if you want the instruction to be binding, what has to happen? which is karka. Karka, means there's a lean on it. Land can have a lean on it. So, nechasim that can have a lean on it, which is karka, you have to follow the regular kinyanim. What are the three kinyanim for karka? You have to do kesev, star, or chazaka. Chazaka is a physical act. So therefore, then the words of either the bari, the shchimera, will be binding. Without that, it's not binding, right? And if it doesn't have a lean on it, which is a tautalin, it's a chosim that doesn't generally get a lean on it, so then you have to follow and do mashicha on it. it. means the shliach would have to make, or the makabal would have to make a kingdom on it in order for it to be binding. So you see clearly, Rabbi Lazar Shita is, that doesn't matter, shchiv meirah, no shchiv meirah, bari shchiv if your dvarim, if the person who's giving it out wants it to be binding, that only happens under what circumstance? There was an actual Kenyan. No Kenyan, which means that the concept of holach lav kashi, it means it, it doesn't offer a bari, and it doesn't make a difference, not for a holach lav The only thing works is when there's a fa- an actual Kenyan. Fine. Now. What are the Chachamim? They disagree by a Shchiv Meirah. They said, Holoch Lav Keschi by a Bari. But by a Shchiv Meirah, Chachamim Ayme Eilu Ve'Eilu Nikndam Niro is that Eilu Ve'Eilu means referring to both Nechazim Sheyesh Lamachrayas or Nechazim Sheyesh Lamachrayas. Whether it's Karko, whether it's Metalton, doesn't matter. If a Shchiv Meirah is instructed that you give it out, upon instruction, what happens? It's effective. The Kenyan is binding. Right? So now, so we have, this is a huge machlokas. Now, once we're dealing with this machlokas, this Mishnah in Babasra, we're going to go through the discussion between Ablaz and Chacham and then circle back to our Brysa. Remember, we have our Brysa. So therefore, like this, Chachamim, the Amrulai, the Chachamim wanted to bring a Raya that their, their position is right, that the Shkirmeira's words are binding. Where do we see this? It's Maisebe Iman Shalbnei Rochal. There was the mother of the sons of Rochal. Rochal was a man, had, a, had sons, and he was married to a woman. Now, this woman had a very expensive piece of jewelry, a, a brooch. I think it's called a brooch, right? She had a brooch. So I saw Chayla, she was now shchiv, she was sick. But Amra, and on her deathbed, she said, 
I want my brooch to give into my daughter, which circumvents the Yerusha process, because the Chorah... What's a brooch? Brooch is uh, to have a necklace, type of expensive jewelry. Now, now, what, why, right? And the he b'shnem aser mona was worth 1,200 mona. It was like 1,200 zoos. Now, the point is that if it's not effective, what should happen to the jewelry? Go to the sons. But she said, without a Kenyan, she said, I wanted to go to my daughter. What happened was, Mesa, after she died, the Chacham or Mechaim heard words, and who did it end up going to? It went to her daughter. So therefore, the Chacham, they want to bring this as a riot to Rabbi Lazar, that you see, because even though there was no Kenyan, we consider it like there was a Kenyan. This is what the Chacham pushed back to Rabbi Lazar. So Amar Lahem, so he said to them, He said, you can't bring me a rival from the sons of Rochel, because sons of Rochel, they, clola, they should die in their mother's lifetime. They should have died in mother's lifetime. Rashi explains over here, is that Rabbi Lazar held that they were a Shoyim. What happens is that they grew thorns in a vineyard to feed their animals. They used to feed the camels thorns. And they grew in a vineyard and he held that was Kalayim. Means they, he held that they were Lechatchila. They were on the Mezid doing, uh, violating the Isra of Kalan. Since they were Rishoyim, Basin would have not have dealt with their case. Very interesting. The Belgian would not have dealt with the case and they would have left the brooch with the girl, even if that wasn't necessarily to gathering their eye from, uh, they wouldn't have dealt with it and tried to get it for their good because they were a shun. The Chachamim, the before we speak, uh, held that wasn't Kalayim. Kalayim's only if it's a grain. If it, but thorns doesn't create a problem. Then they, therefore they were not Rishoyim. Therefore the Chachamim would have dealt with their case. And if at the end of the day it was left by the daughter, we have a raya that what? That they held that Mitzvah Lakai, uh, that Divrash Shedmerah, Kemesurin Dami. Alright, now, let's circle back now to our Brysa. In our Brysa, Tanakama said that when Ruvain sent Shimon to go and deliver money to Levi, he comes and he finds Levi's dead. He goes back and gives it to Ruvain. Why? Because the Tanakama holds like Rabbi Lazar. Even though Ruvain was a Shchidmeira, but Divrash Shchidmeira are not Kitsum and Dami. He doesn't make a Kenyan. Because it was considered to be a Kenyan, what should have been the rule? It should be called Levi or Levi's Yarshim, right? So there, but Tanakama is Rabbi Lazar. Now, next opinion was Rav Nosson and Rav Yaakov. Rav Nosson and Yaakov said, we agree with the Tanakhama, but they add another wrinkle. Even when he comes back to Reuven, and Reuven's dead, give it to Reuven's Yarshin. Why? Nami, Rav right? They also all like Rav that you don't say, but they add another thing. They also, in Avagav Demis, even though Reuven died, there's no mitzvah l'kayim divrei hamnes, because that would have made it belonging to Levi and his Yorshim. Nevertheless, it goes to Reuven's Yorshim. So therefore, lo amrina mitzvah l'kayim divrei hamnes. The yesh omrim that said, no, it goes to Levi's Yorshim. The yesh omrim clearly hold, why does it go to Levi's Yorshim? Unequivocally, always go to because they hold divrei shchiv meirah, is suvim esurinah, they hold kerabona, they hold like the chachamim, okay, that's the third sheet. Rabbi Yehuda Anasi, Sham Mishim Rabbeir, Kerabba Lozer, he agrees, that we don't say divrei shchiv meirah to suvim esurin dami, and therefore technically it should go back to Ruvain, but in certain circumstances, it will end up by Levi's Yorshim. Why? Because we have to miss where Ruvain died before Levi, therefore Amrina Mitzvah Kandiv Rameis, because you hold Mitzvah Kandiv Rameis, even if you hold Divish Kimera, is not considered Kitsumah Surah, but Mitzvah Kandiv Rameis, and therefore becomes Levi's, upon the death of Ruvain, and when Levi dies, it becomes his Yorshim. Because again, now the Suffolk is whether you hold that Divish Kimera is Kitsumah or Masurin Dami, as well as whether you hold Mitzvah Lakhan Dibra Mesh, you don't know what to do with it. What do you say? The best thing according to them is Yashoku. And the Khan Amru, and in Bavel they held that it's a Suffolk as well, but they hold Shudda Adif, find out from the Shriach what he feels the intent, the way Rashi learns the intent of the Mishalech would have been. Comes along of Shimon Anasi, Maisha he's bringing a story that it supports the way it's written, that supports the position of Rav Yaakov and Rav Meir, which would therefore be that we hold that you don't say, and we also don't say that the mitzvah l'kayim divrei hamesh. That's what the story would bring out. Now, 
The Gemara wants to clarify that after all the sheep, as they said, Rabbi Shimon Anasi brought the following story. Now, who is this Rabbi Shimon Anasi? The Gemara wants to know: Is it that we, the, the text should read Rabbi Shimon Hanasi that he was a Nasi, and the, and 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 the Rishonim speak out over here? The problem is that uh, we don't know anybody was called Rabbi Shimon Hanasi. There was Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, but it can't be because he was not referred to Rabbi Shimon Nasi. He was referred to Shimon Gamliel, and the bigger problem is he was the father of Rebbe. You would not bring the father's ruling after Rebbe. You would have brought it down before. So we don't know of a, a Nasi of Rabbi Shimon Hanasi necessarily. So that's the case. So maybe the right gersa is Omishmei the Nasi Rabbi Shimon. We know Rabbi Shimon Yochai. He said in the name of a Nasi. That maybe that's what it means, but not that Rabbi Shimon himself was a Nasi. So we don't know what it means when it says Rabbi Shimon Hanasi. So the Moshe says Toshema, come and listen. I'm Rabbi Yosef. Halach Rabbi Shimon Hanasi. The Moshe says the Halacha follows Rabbi Shimon Hanasi. So what I want to bring that as a raya that what's the right way to read? It's Rabbi Shimon who was a Nasi, right? The same suffix we have in the Mishnah, in the Brisa, does it mean Rab Shimon Hanasi, Rab Shimon in the name of the Nasi? In Rab Yosef's ruling, you have the same suffix. What did Rab Yosef mean? Rab Yosef mean it was Rab Shimon who is a Nasi, or Shimon in the name of Nasi. So Rab Moses are dying to boil up. You still have the suffix Nasi who was Rab Shimon the Nasi, or the Karmish made the Nasi. Moses take that's unresolved. We don't know if it's Rab Shimon Hanasi, which we don't really know who that is, or it's Rab Shimon in the name of a Nasi. That's unresolved. Okay. Now, what was the purpose of all that? What's that? What was the purpose of discussing that? Well, I, I guess we just we always want to track where where, where, the, where the source emanates from. But the Mordechai says the bigger problem is like this: is that I'm a Rabbi Yosef. He said I love the Shimon Nasi. Now we had two versions, right? Now the Gemara is focusing on the first version we pushed away because the first version we want to say it's about Slokis whether you hold Holokasi or not. We said no Raya because it could be the second version the Shiloh was really got nothing to do with Holokasi because dealing with the Shkid Meirah and what was the Shiloh over there? Whether it has to do with Kenyan or not. Whether Debrei Shkid Meirah is considered Dami, right? That was the second. So now if in fact Rabbi Yosef said the Halacha is like Shimon Hanasi and Rabbi Shimon Hanasi brought a story that supports Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Nosen, and Rabbi Yaakov, so it comes out that Rabbi Yosef is saying is the halacha is, is that Divrei Shechiv are not considered Kiksu Vesurah Because he says it doesn't go to the Yorshim of Levi, it goes to the Yorshim of Reuben. The problem is, when you go through the Sugya and Baba Basra, we pass in like the Chachamim, that the halacha is, that we do say Divrei Shechiv is Kiksu Vesurah So how could Rabbi Yosef therefore say the halacha follows Rabbi Shimon Anasi? Everyone hear the problem? It's more like this. Ah, Kaimelan, Dibrish, Kimerok, Kiksumus, Surin, Domin. Says the Gemara Gavaldi. The Gemara says, is that not a kasha? Because Rabbi Yosef's version of understanding wasn't the second version where the machlokas is whether you say Divrash Chibmera Kiksuvin, Masurin, Domin. Because talking about a Shibmera, he learned it like the case of a Bari. And therefore the Shiloh was whether you say Holoch Tzchi or not, but nothing to do with Dibesh Shimon. So the fact that he said the Halacha is like follows Rab Shimon Anasi, who says it like Rab Yaakov and Rab is not touching on the Machlokas of Dibesh Shimon. No harm, no foul. So when it says like this, Rab Yosef Mukulav Bari, he learned that the case was talking about a Bari, the first version, the first way we understood it. Frag the Gemara is still a problem because if the way he wrote the story is the halacha, he said Meister was a Meister by me, and we had Mamish the same case. And when they brought when the then lady came, he said when, when I'm sorry, when Shimon came back and the lady's dead, they ruled that you should give it to Ruben's Yorshim. So okay, fine. So you see that he's holding Yorish uh, that 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 Holav is love kiski, but also you see that you're saying that it's no mitzvah lekayim. Because it was Mitzvah Khan Dibrahmes, who should have gone to? He should have gone to either Levi or Levi is Yorshim. The problem is the Halakhwe Paskin that it is a Mitzvah Khan Dibrahmes. So you're out of the problem of Shibmira, but you still have the problem of that this story, the way it's brought down, of Shimon said that they said to give it to the Yorshim of Rubain. What about the fact you have to make the 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 uh, the Akamalan with Kamdibramais. The more it says that Rabbi Yosef's version of Rabbi Shimon Hanasi was different than ours. 
in Rabbi Yosef's version, he said that Maisa happened, and they never, and they said, give it back to the Mishaleah, give it back to Reuben, not give it back to the Yorshim of Reuben, which is like the Tanakhama. His version was, therefore the only thing, you don't know what would happen if Reuben was dead, because he wasn't discussing a situation with Mishaleah Why wasn't he discussing the case of Mishaleah Because Reuben actually, in his version, was still alive. And therefore all you see is that, uh, Polech, is not Keshi, has nothing to do with Shkif Meirah, and has nothing to do with Mitzvah Lakai and Dibra Meish. That's what Mara finishes off. To me, the right, you have to learn the right Girsa in the version of Rabbi Yosef was, in the words of Rabbi Shimon, was Yavzeru not Le but Yavzeru to the Mishaleach himself. And therefore there was no, the Shalach Ruben was still alive. There was no uh, Mitzvah Lakai and Dibra Meish. Hadran Allah, Hamevi Kama, Hadran Allah, Hamevi Kama, Hadran Allah, Hamevi Kama. The reason why the first parent is called Hamevi Kama was the Second barrack is also called Hamevi. So therefore, so the way the Bachalik between the first barrack is called Hamevi and the second barrack is called Hamevi is that the first barrack is called what? No, but in my mind says Hamevi Kama. Alright, what's that? That's the one we're going now. No, no, no. We're going to go to the second one is going to be called Hamevi Get. The first one's called Hamevi Kama to be Bachalik between Hamevi Get. It says Hamevi Get. But we're calling it Hamevi, the first uh, Mishnah, the first parak of Hamevi, because the second parak is also called Hamevi, to be Mechalik between one and one. The first is called Hamevi Kama. Called what? Which one's called Hamevi Kama? First parak. First parak. Yeah. But in the article it says it's the end. Uh, mine says Hamevi Kama. All right. Uh, you, uh, what does it say in the end of Rashi, in the end of Tosis? Also Hamevi Kama? Look on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Kama or okay. Kama. All right. Fine. Fine. All right. Let's go. Now, this Mishnah, you thought, you were having nightmares of it, and you got, you got rid of the machlokas of Rabbah and Rava, whether we say that Fananechta, Fananechta, is because of Lishma, is it because of, you know, the Tzarek Lekaimo, now we go front and center, we're back to the same issue. They're back, we have the same thing over here. We left off the first parak we were discussing, remember, that Chachamim made a Takana, that what do we say, that the, that the Shliach, who brings the get from Adina Sayam has to say the Fonai Nechtav and the Fonai Nechtam. Now, the way we left off, the reason for it was, so we said like this, according to Rabba, he says, the Fonai Nechtav is because they weren't Bekim in Lishma. So you have to say that this was written in front of me, and then they're going to say, was it done Lishma? And he can say, yeah, it was done Lishma. That's why you have to say the Fonai Nechtav. Why do you have to say the Fonai Nechtam? He says, because Eidim are not Metsuyim. You know, if, if, if the husband says, that is a fraud, or that I never gave that get, then you're going to have to start looking for Eidim who can verify the signatures, of, and you're not going to be able to find. Tachami made a special leniency that even though the Shliach is only one person, he can say, Befonai Nechtam. And his Befonai Nechtam has the same weight as two Eidim. So therefore, according to Rabbah, you need the Fana Nechtav for the Lishma, you need the Fana Nechtam for the Kiyom uh, Mishtaros to, to create the Kula. Rabbah disagreed. Rabbah held there was no problem of Lishma. Lishma wasn't the issue. It's all because of that you have to Mekayim the signatures, that's a special kula. So then the question that we're asking, why do you need the Vafanai Nechtam? I understand why you need the Vafanai Nechtam. They said you have to do it in order to show a difference between this document and all other legal documents. Because if you see that by a get, one witness is enough to verify the signatures, by all other documents, people are going to think one witness is enough. Then you need to have two. One is not enough. So how do you do that? You make the guy have to say Vafanai Nechtam. So, why do you have to have a Fana Nechtab? Or you should need a Fana Nechtab. By making him also do the Fana Nechtab, you see that this is unique. That's a form of Lishma, though. No, not Lishma. It's not Lishma. This makes it unique to the uh, concept of get that has nothing to do with uh, uh, other documents. Other documents not going to need two. Here you need only one. That was the way we finished yesterday, uh, uh, last parak. Go back in Chazer if you don't understand what I'm saying. Anyway, the point is that we left. Now we continue with this concept in the second Mishnah. In the second parak. So, the Mishnah. Beginning of Hashem, Yisbarach, the second parak of Gittin. Hamevi get from Medina Sayyam. Again, we're talking about a person who's bringing a get from Medina Sayyam. is the Shliya. For Allah, and what he said was, the Fanai Nechtav, 
He only said B'fana Nechtam, Avaloi B'fana Nechtam, but he never said B'fana Nechtam. Or the other way around, he said B'fana Nechtam, Avaloi B'fana Nechtam, but he never got to say B'fana Nechtam. Alright? So, the, or, that's case number, or that was two cases, case number three. B'fana Nechtam, Kuloi. I was there for the entire writing of this get, B'fana Nechtam, Chetzio, but I only saw one of the two signatories. When it was signed, I only was present for one signature of the two. Remember, there's two signatures that are on the get. I only saw one, right? Of a fun and of or I was only there for half of the writing of the get. We'll go into Gemara. We'll explain this a little better. Of a fun and of even though I was there for the chasima of both signatures, I was not there for the ksiva of the entire get. In all four of these scenarios, what is the halacha? Puzzle. Because you have not fulfilled the, 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 the takana as the Chachamim required. What did the Chachamim require? That the Befanai Nechtam, you should be able to say, Befanai Nechtam and Befanai Nechtam entirely. And you did not do that, therefore you have not, it, it disqualifies the get. Now, let's go. Now again, why it's disqualifying will depend on the Machlokas Rabba and Rava that we preface today's Dark with. Let's go on. Now, case number five. Let's get a little te- uh, tricky now. Echad Right? Let's go over here. The Shliach showed up and said, Right? But, he did not say, Somebody else. Excuse me. Somebody else showed up. Echad Omer, Now, the Gemara will discuss whether this guy himself was a Shliach or this guy was an outsider. Because it makes a difference between Rav and Rav. I'm not going to get into that right now. But the point is, it wasn't the same guy saying B'fana Nechtav and B'fana Nechtam. It was split. One guy said B'fana Nechtav. The other one said B'fana Nechtam. Puzzle. Now Rashi explains, fast forward to the Gemara later on, and I'm going to share with you. He says, why? Because one of the reasons we said that you have to have B'fana Nechtam and B'fana Nechtam from the same person is in order that people aren't going to confuse this with other legal documents. Because if they see only one person is being used for the kium of the signatures, they're going to think legal documents we can't. But when they see you need to also do B'fana Nechtam, they're going to see it's different. But here, they might not see that because there's only one person saying on the signatures, B'fanai Nechtam. It's a Nechtam. It's not the same guy who said B'fanai Nechtam. And therefore, it might lead to confusion. Therefore, the Racham said it is possible. Now, let's keep going. Case number six. Shnaim Omrim B'fanai Nechtam. Two people showed up and said, you know what? We were there. We can attest to Adim that it was written in front of us. The echad omer befonai nechtam, and only one is saying befonai nechtam. That is considered to be puzzle. Now again, the same problem is because since only one person on his own is saying befonai nechtam, then you enter the realm of confusing it with other documents. The only way not to confuse it with other documents, the Chachamim Shita is, is if the same guy has to say, Befonai Nechtav, and Befonai Nechtav, then people aren't going to confuse it with other documents. But since over here, two Adim said the Nechtav part, and only one was the one that said the Nechtav, it is still subject with confusing it with other legal documents, and therefore it is possible, it is disqualified. Clear? Everybody with me? Doesn't have to be. Could be any, a, a third person. But if it's one out of three. That we're going to discuss in the Gemara. Okay, we'll discuss that. Now, Rabbi Yehuda Mashiach. Now, Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. Rabbi Yehuda says it's kosher. Now, we're going to see that the Gemara is going to go through a back shot and heart. But Rabbi Yehuda is arguing with the few cases from before, not just this last case. Because Rabbi Yehuda said the fact that you still need a Befonai Nechtav anyway, even if it's not the same person, that already shows it's different than other legal documents, and therefore that is sufficient, and therefore whether it is one guy said Befonai Nechtav, one guy said Befonai Nechtav, two guys said Befonai Nechtav, one guy said Befonai Nechtav, either way he holds it is, you will Makayim Befonai Nechtav, and that is still kosher. That's the Machlux Vihur Nechachamim. Keep going. Now, Echad Omer Befonai Nechtav, one said that it was written in front of me. This is the opposite in the case before. Here one guy said Nechtam. Two guys said Nechtam. In this case, 
it is considered to be kosher, and we'll explain it in the Gemara why it is considered to be kosher. We'll see. Yes, yes, we'll see why. Now, let's go on. The Gemara wants to know the following. We know that Rabbeinu Akkadosh, Masadr of the Mishnayas, he doesn't put things in that are redundant or not necessary. The Gemara wants to know, why do we need to have the first two cases, right? What is the first case? I maybe get the Dina say, I'm Rafana but he never said Rafana or is Rafana Neftam, and is Rafana Neftam. In the first paragraph, we already said that in order for a get to be kosher, what has to happen? Get to So the guy never said it, then the Kharat Fossil, what has to write that again in the second paragraph? Everybody with me? First question. But Hasulamali, why do you have to add this? Hatanalay's Khatazim already taught this in the beginning of the first paragraph. I may even get Medina Sayyam. Sorry, Shayyam, Ufananaftam. So why do you have to repeat this halacha that if you didn't do it's possible? Says the more interesting thing. Says the more like this is that if you never had the second paragraph, you could have thought the requirement in the first paragraph is a Lechatchila, best case scenario is, best practices, is say, but let's say the guy didn't, you could think, okay, but he ever did it, kosher. Comes along the second paragraph, and that's not that he ever is kosher, that if you didn't do it, it mamish disqualifies the get. So Mara says, Imahi, if you only had the first paragraph, have I mean, I would have thought, sorry, you have to do it, but Eloi, Amar, you didn't say it, kosher, but he ever is kosher, Kamash Malan, comes to teach me that what? It is not kosher. Keep going. We're going to circle back to this case. The case again we circle back to was where he said half of it, and then and and We'll go back to it. But now the Gemara now has a uh, a, 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 a no. So that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm jumping on. The Gemara said like this: that he said I saw half of it written. And I saw both signatures. Now, what half did he see written? Because this touches the sugya we had in the first paragraph. When he said, I saw the get half being written, what did he see? Hi, which half? Now, even the Chetzir even saw the first half, that's very difficult. Because we learned, We had in the first paragraph, in the Shita of Rabba, that if all you see is the first line written, the first line contains the essential information. If that was done lishma, you can walk away, you can assume what? That the rest of it is going to be done correctly, and you can attest to the rest of it being done okay. So therefore, why do I have to, why is that if you only saw half, it's no good. It can be referring to the first half, because the first half you only even have to see is the first line. So therefore, it can be, So my guy said, I even saw half of it, but I only saw the second half. Second half is not enough. You need to see that the first half is written appropriately. It's not enough to see the second half. First half is appropriate, you can assume the second half is okay. If all you saw was the second half, you cannot assume that the first half is done okay. That's the one of the rules. Yes. What's in the uh, Torah here? What's that? Torah of Tophis? Uh, let's go, let's go to the Torah. Rashi just says, what's called Torah, Torah is going to be a letter, we'll discuss the Sugya. First line contains all the essential information. Yes, it's called the Torah, yes. Now, let's go on. But if you see the second half, you, it's a contingency to the first half. No, you got, you, they, 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 the first half was done Shalom Lishma, and then they realized in the middle, oh, you know what, we have to, we have to do this Lishma. Alright, let's go on. Now, this is what I was talking about before. We said, the fun and left of Kulo, the fun and left of Chetzi Apostle. So the case was that he, he said, I saw the whole thing written, but I only saw half of it signed. I mean, I only saw one signature signed, he said, it's Apostle. Comes along Rav Chista. Now, Rav Chista is a standalone ruling. It's not the case, he's not explaining the Mishnah, he's saying the following ruling. Okay? What is it, what is he saying? Okay? Say like this. I'm Rav Chista. It still would be possible. Set the scenario up, guys. Listen to the case. Chris is saying an unbelievable Chiddush. Guy, the Shliach shows up. I only saw one witness. No harm, no foul. Two Aden show up and they say, we can attest that the signature on the document is the signature of the second witness. We recognize it. So now what would you say? Kosher Apostle? Kosher. Kosher. Says Rav Chesda Apostle. My time. I asked him why. The Chayra. Why should he Apostle? First signature, you only, you only need one to testify about both signatures anyway. The first one, the so one is Kosher. The second one, you have two Adim on the second signature. What's the problem? Because they didn't verify the first one. What's that? Different people. Okay, but why, why, why is that a problem? So my time, 
right? So he said like this, meaning like this, if two Adam testified about the first signature, and two Adam signified the second part, we have no problem, right? So here, one age is like two. So therefore, what's that? Right, so, but, but it, it, it should be okay. One A can testify of both ones. He talks about one. Two A can testify of Why is it a problem? Says, well, I'll tell you why it's a problem. Because you can't mix and match. If you're going to go with the Takonas Chachamim, then the Shliach has to testify on both signatures. If you're going to go with the regular laws of Kiyum Storos, then you have to have the two testifying on both signatures. You can't say half of it's going to go like the Takana and half of it's going to go like the... That's what Chistah says. So when it says like my timer, I cool the Kiyum get, or it all goes to the Kiyum get. If it all goes to the regular laws of Kiyum get, then you have to have two witnesses testify on both signatures. I cool the Takana Chachamim. Or you want to go with Takana Chachamim, then you have to have the Shliach testify to both. But you can't have the Shliach testifying to one and the... Uh, and the Adem testify on the second one. Rubber disagrees with this completely. Maskevla, Rubber means Rubber says, I disagree with you. I hold your case would be kosher. That's not a Kiddush that would be possible because I hold that taco would be kosher. Right? He says like this. Me ikka midi di ilo amachad kosher. Hat ikka trace. Possible. He says, how is it possible if one would be good enough would make it kosher? Meaning, if one, the, if, if the shliach would show up Rashi says, even if he can't say, I saw it written, but he says, I only I recognize the writing, it would be okay. Means, where the second signature, one guy would be okay to do. And you're going to tell me, two Adim are not okay to do. So therefore, Robert says, I disagree with your ruling. So therefore, like this, El, I'm a Robert. Robert wants to say, if you want to say a case that's a little bit of a Kiddush, that where it would be disqualified, it's not your case. Why is it not your case? Because your case, Taka, what would I hold, says Robert? We caution. So what would the case be? So Ella Amar Rava, Afilu Chad, Afilu Hu Echad, Me'idin Al Chasimus Yad Sheni. This gets to what you were saying. He says like this. What happens is like this. First aid, first aid, uh, the Shliach, I'm sorry, testifies the first aid is good. Right? Which is good. Before I nechtam, you only need that the Takana one. On the second signature, the MS is, he could have done it on his own. He could have, the, the shliach, the shliach could have said that the second signature is, is, is valid. However, however, the way Rashi learns it, he didn't actually see it being written, but he can recognize it. And the Emma says, and he would have just said, I recognize the second signature as well, and it's just one guy doing it, that would have been fine. The problem over here is that's not what happened. What happened was one witness's witness walked off the street saying, I recognize him, and he joined that second witness to testify on the second signature. And that is, says Robert, going to be puzzle. Now you're going to ask yourself, the Chorah, why should that be puzzle? If it would have been only him on his own, would be kosher. So now that somebody joined him on the second witness, why should it be puzzle? This gets to what you were saying. The halacha is, says Robert, the halacha is, it's based on another ruling. Regular documents, financial documents, IOUs, okay? Cases like this. This is a case that's set up. Case in, the, in Baba Basra, I believe. Case was like this. Two Adams signed on a document. Alright? The document is challenged. So the two Adams signed, usually what would go, they two of them would walk into court. A would say, that's my signature. B would say, that's my signature. Shalom al Yisrael, the Lishkar. Before B could say, that's my signature, he died. So A comes in and says, that's my signature. B, he's dead. So what happened? So A joins. Yeah, now A cannot say that's his signature because that din that only one person can do it, it only works for Gittin. Doesn't work for, you can say it's my own signature, but I can't say that's his. I need somebody. So A said, no, so no problem. He gets another guy off the street and the two of them testify on the second signature. Right? Very similar to what the case over here would be. However, by regular case of Momen, it's disqualified. Why? Because the Pasuk says, is that you can never have more than one person in a case of when there's two Adim, one person can never be doing more than 50%. You cannot be extracting the money from one person to give to another where one person is doing more then 50%. You have to have, when it's two people, each one is doing up to half. 
cannot be doing more. Now think about this for a moment. The fellow who says, this is my signature, in the case of Baba Basra, he, he's the, the surviving aid. So now that's already 50%. Now when he joins somebody else on the second signature, right, it comes out 75% is coming because of one person, and 25% is coming. That is disqualified in the regular laws of moment. Now, what we're afraid about, if you're allowed, that's true. In the case of get, it's not like that so much. Because in the case of get, all you needed was that one to testify. But since he testified together with a second witness, people are going to think that in a similar case, by monetary cases, you're allowed to go ahead and do it. And that would be disqualified by monetary cases. Because it looks like 75 coming from one, 25. That's why it says, well, but in this case, I'm going to disqualify. Everybody with me? Right? Meaning the case was... Yeah, I get it, but I'm saying, he's never going to be 100%. No. If he goes and joins somebody else, it's still going to be under 100%. Only works if you're 100%. If only you... If you're... He himself... If you're... You're both would be okay, because then it's not... It's only one guy. It's one guy's life, too. It's like 15-15. But if you're going to join someone on the second signature, then it looks like... Even though you didn't need the second guy, but it looks like that creates a problem for other stories. So really, it's okay with... Yes, it's really okay, but it's not fun. It's Xero. Yes. Let's see inside. So what it says like this. My timer... Because people are going to confuse it with regular Kiyum Storas, other monetary Storas. And it comes out that you're having minus a quarter, minus a quarter, 75%. You're having 75% of the money being extracted by one aid, which you cannot have. Now, that was the way Robert learned. That would be a case where it's disqualified. Comes along, Ravashi says, I disagree with you. Ravashi says, it makes no sense. Right? Because why does it make no sense? He says like this. Is that this one aid on his own could extract a hundred percent on his own? So now, because he joins with somebody else, who now looks like only seventy. Now it's going to make it disqualified. He might has the cause to do all the takana was he could do all hundred percent. So therefore, the fact that somebody joined him on the second, he doesn't hold it as bad. It looks bad, but he's out of the line. You can't say it's disqualified. This is not going to be a disqualified get. This has to be a qualified get. That is the position of Rav Ashi. Let's read inside. So Mazer Rav Ashi, Miyakamidi, is it possible? Is there any situation the dibure that if he would have said, without bringing the second guy, he would have said, this is, I signed this, and I recognize the second one, and it would be kosher. Now, because you added a second guy, it's going to go ahead and disqualify. He says, that's just not mistaber to say, because they're concerned what it looks like. It's not mistaber. The said, how could it hurt if it anyway worked because of him on his own? It can't, I don't, I don't buy that. That says, says Ravashi, I don't buy that. So therefore, Ravashi is going to give his own chiddush. Where is there a case Aitaka would hold would be disqualified? So Ella Amar of Ashi, this is Afilu Omer Anihu Eid Sheni. Now this is a different scenario. The case is like this. He comes in and he testifies, I saw the first te- witness sign. And you know what? And I am the second witness. And I am the second witness. Now, the problem over here is that Rav Ash is going to agree this is more of a mix and match. Why is this more of a mix and match? Because the first witness is going inside the kiyum, the the takonos chachamim. I'm testifying. I That's okay, but that's not okay. Normal kiyum shtaros. Normal kiyum shtaros. Two people have to testify that they saw one guy who signed. But he is saying I saw one guy sign. That's working because of the takonos chachamim. Now, how is it working on the same? He's not saying, I saw the second one sign as well. What is he saying? I am the second one. I am. That's not in the realm of Takanas uh, Chachamim. That's in the realm of regular Kiyum Shtaras. You cannot combine. He agrees with that Svara that you cannot combine Takanas Chachamim with Kiyum Shtaras. That you cannot combine. So he says like this, Rav Ashi Amar Afilu Oimer Anihu Eid Sheni Posel My Timer Okul of the Kiyum Aget Either it's all the Kiyum Aget Now if it's all the Kiyum Aget what should have to happen if it's all the Kiyum Aget? The aide that signed the first one should say this is me. The aide should sign the second one says me or two people should testify both signatures. That's what should have happened. Right? Oh, the Kulu Takanas Chachamim or it's all the Kulu 
would have said on both, but that's not what he said. It was Kiyum Shtaros on the second one. Why? I am the A. That's Kiyum Shtaros. And on the first two, it was Takanos Chachamim. You cannot combine. Now, this is a worse combination than the original one that was made by Rabchista. Why is this worse? Because if you remember, the first one of Rabchista was two Adim are showing up on the second. It's not the same guy trying to be it being used yeah, on both signatures. So therefore, that's why Robert disagreed over there. Here, it's not the same. Here, it's Mamish, the same guy has been utilized in two different ways. That you cannot combine, says Rav Ashi. Okay. Therefore, like this. Where is the place? Alright. Okay, fine. So we have three different opinions as to what would be possible. Now, none of those three cases are in our Mishnah, right? You recognize that. None of them are yeah, Let's go through them again. According to Rav Chista, what was the case? One guy testified on the first signature, the Shaliyah, and two Adam testified about the second one. That was the biggest Chiddush, because that was the one who had seen... Mama should not be disqualified. He said it is. Rubber came along and said, that is not disqualified. And he said the, sec- the case that is actually disqualified was what? is if one guy said and the second one says I recognize it with somebody else on the that one he said because it looks like 75 and 25 and then Rab Ashi said the case was is the first guy said before and the second and the second witness is I am the second one that's the one that is oh good let's go now to our Mishnah Tanan, circling back to our Mishnah. The Mishnah said, We had a case of Mishnah. The guy says, I was there for the whole writing, and I only saw one signature. Alright? What do we say? It is possible. Now, the question is, what about the second signature? What are we saying happened with the second signature? Right? There were two signatures on it. Now, if you're telling me nothing happened, that was no, then, then what? It's so posh it. Obviously, if nothing happened with the second signature, of course it's wrong. Why does Rabbeinu HaKadosh have to teach me that? Obviously, it's only there to teach me a Chiddush. So what's the Chiddush that's teaching me? So when it says like this, so the Chiddush says, Ida chetzi What happened with the second se- signature? That there was no testimony in the second signature. When it says, The problem is that even the Mishnah itself would be difficult. Is that we just, later on in the Mishnah it says, that one guy said, Right? He said, And the other one said, means I saw both. But it was two different people. Right. And he said, that's no good. So, I already know later on, one guy said before Nechtam, and one guy said before Nechtam. It's not the same guy that's one. That's no good. So, of course, if one guy can only stay on half a signature, okay. for sure, so what I have to have that case from? First of all, push it, it should be no good. Second of all, it's clearly inferred that it's no good from later on. So why do you have to mention it? LMI must be that it's talking about that one guy said the Fonai Nechtav, and the same guy said the Fonai Nechtam on one, and something else must have happened to the same. What else happened? That's the Shiloh. What happened to the second one? So much says like this. So later on, where one guy can only say and the other one only had a second one says You have there it's even better. One guy saying he saw the whole Ksiva. And one guy said I saw both signatures and it's still possible. So if he can only say I saw half a signature, if he only saw Half, a, half the signature is only one. For sure it's possible. What do you have to tell me that for? Ella must be telling me that's a Chiddush. Now Rashi says, when you make a Chiddush, you can only take the lesser Chiddush. You can't say it's coming to teach the greater Chiddush. So now, the lesser Chiddush is either Rava or Rav Ashi. The greater Chiddush was Rav Chista. Right? And therefore, so Rashi says that, you, that this would be supporting Rava and Rav Ashi but not supporting Rav Chista. Because Rav Chista's Chiddush, basically, if that would be the halacha, then that should have been explicitly in the Mishnah. And since Rebbe was only leaving room to go up to Chiddush, to either make it like Rav's case, or to make it like Rav Ash's case, that actually shows that, the, that, that Rav Chista's case is incorrect. That's, what, that's really what the Gemara is asking. A Chiddush has to be said. Now, if the Chiddush that Rebbe wanted to say was the lesser Chiddush, which generally that would be, you go with the lesser, that would either support Rav or Rav Ashi, but it would not be supporting Rav Chista. The Gemara says, El Okar Rav, Okar Rav Ashi. 
then would be the exclusion. The fact that Rebbe did not take God out of his way to include Rav Chistus Chiddush is showed Rav Chistus wrong. So I'm a lot of Rav Chistus. Rav Chistus is, if he were here live today, he would say like this. Your whole point is predicated on why would Rebbe have to say the case of that an aide saw only one signature and nobody saw the second one. And you're saying it's Poshit, right? That's the whole thing. And then it must be for a Chiddush. And if the Chiddush is like Rabbi and Rabbi Ashi, it's asking the Kasha on me, Rabbi Is I disagree with you. I'm going to give you a different reason why that case was written. That it's not there for a Chiddush. If it's not there for a Chiddush, you can't ask a Kasha on me because it's not coming to support either Rabbi or Rabbi Ashi either. Now what's he going to say? Let's see inside. Let me ask you another question. We have, if you read the Mishnah, right, the first two cases. One said, Bifona Nechta, Velo Bifona Nechta. Right? Why? Let me ask you a question. Why do you need that case? Bifona Nechta, Nechta, and not Bifona Nechta. Lama Li. Right? L'chayra, isn't that something which is so poshim? So what Chiddush is being taught over there? Bifona Nechta, and you don't say Bifona Nechta. What do you have to say that Chiddush? Lama Li. Ella, what you have to say is that the style of Atana, pedagogically, he sometimes says the lesser Chiddush to lead into the greater Chiddush. So therefore, like this, say, Lozu Avzuktani. It's really Lozu Avzuktani. It's telling you that if it was Bafanai Nechtam and not Bafanai Nechtam, is Poshit no good. If it is Bafanai Nechtam and Bafanai Lo Nechtam also, meaning that's just, it, it's going from the easier cases to the more difficult cases without it needing a Chiddush. That's just a style. Well, if you can be, if you're going to say that, then you should say the same thing on the case of that he only stole one signature and Take never so nothing happened to the second signature. You're saying it's partial. You can derive that from later on. Yeah, but Lozu Abzu. We're following the style of Lozu Abzu. There is no Chiddush here. There is no Chiddush here. You're not supporting Rav Ashi. You're not supporting Rava. And it's a build-up. It's a build-up. And therefore, it's not a Chiddush. And it's not a Chiddush then you can't ask Yikash Amir of Chiste either. So when it says like this, So Achanami Lozu Abzu Kitani. General, we'll stop over here. Nice way to go.